0: You're listening to Freedom Christian Fellowship's podcast. The people that he had killed, I just, I had never thought about that. And you know what? That's what the enemy does to us. Whatever our past is, the thing that that the devil likes to bring up, no matter what it is, small or large or whatever, the enemy does that to keep you from going forward. He wants to keep your mouth shut. He wants to keep everything you have inside of you. He does not want you to share it. He does not want you to share it with your kids or your grandkids. He just wants to shut your mouth. And that is the last thing we need to do is to shut our mouths when it comes to Jesus Christ. I was thinking about um, the, your testimony is like, you know, that's a big word, but your testimony is your story. It's your story, like Paul's story. It's so interesting when someone's telling you their story because, you know what, it's theirs. You don't have to like it or agree with it or disagree with it. It's theirs. It's wonderful because, and I love getting to know um, about people. In fact, I had watched movies about C.S. Lewis. I love to watch the ones about Peter Marshall. He was a, a great Scottish preacher that preached or that uh, led prayer in the Senate for years. Um, there's, a, there's a story about Dr. Billy Graham that's a movie that you can watch, and I love watching those because it's their story. And even about Martin Luther, you know, that, uh, that began the Methodist Church way back then and you know what if all of those people would have stopped they would have never we would have never had that just think about it c.s lewis married a woman who was an atheist you know i mean look what came out of him mere christianity a grief observed i mean it goes on and on all that all that he has done and all that he has shared and um our story is the story of god's grace It doesn't matter what you've been through or what you've done. You've seen God's grace in your life. How many of y'all have seen God's grace in your life? Amen. I mean, we can't live without God's grace in our life. And the enemy wants to shut that down in you so that you won't speak, that you won't talk to someone because you're afraid of what they'll think. You know what? It doesn't matter what other people think. It matters what God thinks. And when he tells us to speak forth, like he was telling Timothy, it's in you, Timothy, just do it. Just do it. Step out and do that thing that God has wanted you to do. And some of you, you've had healings in your body. and Tell somebody. It's, it's the most exciting thing to tell somebody what God did for you. Um, he, he does all kinds of things, things for us. I locked myself out of my house this morning on the way here. I was fully prepared to walk to church because my phone died last night. And no phone and no keys, and I was gonna start walking to church. And God is my witness, I walked around the back side of my car to hit, to hit the road, <laughs> and my uh, and a house key was laying on the ground. I don't know if it fell out of my purse. I, I, I really don't know where it came from, but it was there. And so, God takes care of us. You know, that's a big deal. Um, what is your go-to scripture in your life? What is the scripture that God burned in you when you needed him the most? Do you remember that? If nothing else, leave a legacy of that for your kids and grandkids. Let them know mama's favorite scripture or grandma's favorite scripture. You know, someday they'll look it up for themselves. I write that in every card that I give up. My grandkids are probably like, what is it with Jeremiah 29, 11? You know, but that's Grammy scripture. That's what I live by. That's what makes me get up in the morning. When I've had the rough days and you've had them, you got to have a reason to get up in the morning. And that gives me a reason to get up in the morning. There's three ways I want to talk about uh, real quickly. I'm not going to take much time, but to, to leave a legacy. The first one is continue in the faith. If you're going to leave a legacy for your kids and grandkids, you can't have stale faith. It's got to be new. It's got to be today. It's got to be, yes, your story is the past, but your story is also what's happened today. What's God? What did God just do in our midst just a few minutes ago? Did he not confirm what he once said today? Did he not confirm that? You just saw the Holy Spirit confirm. Uh, that's so amazing to me. That's awesome. Never stop learning and growing in the Word. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And I was thinking about that. How can we do that? How can we constantly be continuing in the faith? And the way we do that is, first of all, I love that song where it said, it's like the word breathes and we take it in. When we, we read God's living word, we, we take his breath into us. And it's alive and it's powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts through stuff. It helps us understand stuff. You know, some people say, I don't understand the Bible. There's parts of it I don't understand either, of course. But you know what? God's going to show you what you can handle and what you need to know. Just open it up and let him speak to you. Uh, first of all, I, you know, this is not a, a plug for church or anything really. But be here with believers. You're here but bring your friends with you. You know, when we get together, there's power. There's power. The Holy Spirit is here. He's here to heal you. He's here to help you. He's here to take away your your worries, your fears, your burdens like he prayed. That's what this is for. This is for us. God doesn't really need us to have church, but he loves it when we come because he gets to meet with us. The second thing is during the week, don't just wait don't just go from Sunday to Sunday. It's not enough. I mean, if you only ate once a week, we've heard that through the years. If you only ate once a week, it, you would not be very healthy. So spiritually, you've got to get more than on Sunday. So during the week, pull up your podcast. And I've said this before. That's what gets me through in the morning. I have, I'd get dressed in about 45 minutes to an hour, and I've put a, a podcast in, and it's the word. I need that. I need that. And so um, don't forget to do that. And also, we have a a Bible study here that these ladies have been doing on Friday mornings for years. I don't know how many years. But if you don't have to go to work, find a Bible study somewhere and get in on it. Or do one online. Beth Moore's got a million of them. I mean, you can just pick whatever you want to learn about. But get it in you. And you know what happens when you get fuller and fuller and fuller of the Lord? It just starts spilling out. You don't have to try to give your testimony. It It just falls out. That's one of the ways. Number two, live out loud and on purpose. You know what? We can, when you're young and you have kids, you kind of just, you know, it's crazy. And you just kind of go wherever your kids are supposed to go and you do whatever you're supposed to do. And life kind of just shoves you around. But when all of that kind of settles down, um, it's like we need to make a choice. You know, I was thinking about, uh, this is kind of, Funny, but I had at one time I had a great-grandmother who was a little over 100, a grandmother, uh, my mom at that time was living, and me, and then Amy was born. And I started thinking about my great-grandma and my grandma. They had a list of didn't do's. Do y'all know what those are? You couldn't do anything. You didn't do this, and you didn't do that, and you better not do this or that. And it was funny things like couldn't play cards, couldn't pick up a needle on Sunday, you couldn't go swimming. You could, God forbid, you kill something on Sunday. You know, but it was the funniest thing. It was okay to wash the dishes. I never understood that. You know, I mean, we knew we had to eat, but I thought, why can't we put that off so we don't have to wash the dishes? But my great grandmother lived out loud and on purpose. She was a very strong. She has a lot of Native Indian in her. She was a very strong person, and she was the one that housed the uh, the circuit riding preacher when he would come around. Do y'all know what that is? Young people don't. That's when one preacher would come in and hit all the churches. uh, Can you imagine what that sermon was? I mean, you know, we got all kinds of different denominations. But he made the rounds, and it was called the circuit. And my great-grandmother would feed him and house him uh, there. And then my grandmother... She had a little bit of a different life. My great grandmother's husband was very loving and very supportive. My grandmother had a little bit of uh, a different life. She lived a different life. She was a very, very strong Christian and she walked out her faith. I remember her walking to church on Sunday mornings. There was a car there and my grandpa was in the house, but grandma had to walk to church. Just saying. Bless her heart. She got up with all her kids and she walked sometimes through the woods because it was shorter to get to church. She lived out loud. And she was not able to give a tithe to the church, which just, it just would upset her so much. So finally, she talked to my grandmother, grandfather, and he said, you can have the egg money and the milk money. You can tithe off of that and you can give to the preacher. And so that's what she did till the day she died. She had her little coin purse with her money for the preacher. And I just thought that was so sweet. Um, But anyway, she, I mean, she loved the Lord and she, she didn't sit around and like Uh, quote scripture or anything but she lived it she walked it and she told me one time she said she said you know she said you need to make your home when you get married you need to make your home a home that your husband wants to come to whether it's a really fancy house or a mud hut in africa And I've never forgotten that. Wherever we, if we lived in a crummy apartment, we lived in government housing at one time uh, in Dallas, and I remember trying to, I wanted some carpet on the floor because the people downstairs were complaining of my kids. And so I went down to the carpet store and got one of those little samples, and we ripped those out of there and put it together with duct tape, and I had carpet. It was the craziest looking carpet you've ever seen. But I did, and my kids were happy because nobody was griping at them anymore. But I think that one of, these, one of the ways um, we can live out loud and on purpose is to constantly be telling others about what God's done for us. Uh, Philippians 3, 12 through 14 says, Not that I've already obtained this or i am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I've made it my own, but one thing I do... Forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Number one, keep your past in the past. Your past is under the blood. You need to see it that way. When the devil brings it up, it's already been confessed. He's just messing with you. Jesus does not remember your sins. It says they're scattered as far as the east is from the west. He doesn't remember. Why do we remember? Because the enemy brings it up. And so you tell him that you're going to live out loud and on purpose for Jesus Christ till the day you die, and he'll leave you alone. The second thing is to walk forward in his righteousness. You know what? We're not righteous, but because of his righteousness that was imputed to us, we can walk in righteousness fully clothed in his righteousness. That is amazing that we he, mortal humans can do that when we know Christ. We need to celebrate who God made us to be. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. You need to take a minute and thank God for how he made you. He made you specifically like you are for a purpose. And he loves you with a love that we cannot imagine. We know how much we love our kids It's nothing compared to how God loves us. And so we need to be that way because you know what? If you think bad of yourself, you're not real excited to help someone else feel good about themselves. And so when you do that, then you're able to love on people and encourage them. And that's all I want to do today is just encourage you to live out loud, to get past the past. You know what? Everybody's got one. You know, they do. Don't think, well, they haven't done this, or they haven't done that. You don't know what they've done, and it doesn't matter. It's under the blood, and in the past, and we need to go forward for Christ, and and let our kids see us do that. Um, the third one is pour out to others. Romans fifteen twenty says, "And thus I make it my ambition to preach the gospel." Paul was saying, "This is my ambition." What is your ambition? We have a work ambition. You know, there's so much that we want to accomplish at work. We have a family ambition. We want know what we want to do for our family. What do we want to do for Christ? What is the thing that we can step out and do that God's already given us the ability to do? So much so that it comes naturally. It pours out of us. God doesn't ask you to do anything that is totally foreign to you. He, hey, he has equipped you to do what he wants you to do. And that's just an awesome thing. Live what you believe. You know what uh, somebody said one time, uh, people do what they believe, and the rest is just religious conversation. We do what we believe. If I believe that I need to be here as often as I can on Sundays, does that mean you miss? Of course, of course. No one can be at church every single Sunday, but we strive to do that because that's what God says to do, to be here with the believers and be together. Um, Tell your story. And I didn't know that uh, Stephanie was going to have her books here today, but Stephanie told her story. Um, It's called Wait is a Four-Letter Word. And Stephanie, can they get it on Amazon? She didn't know I was going to do this, but I've already read the book. It is amazing. And you know what? It's Stephanie's story, stuff I did not know. She was in God's waiting room for years And it is so awesome to see what God does in her life, in their family's life. It's amazing. It's a wonderful book. Y'all give her a hand. That's just awesome. I want to publish a book, and now I'm excited about it. That's just exciting. And if you have a book inside of you, and maybe you don't want to get it published so much, make a copy of it and give it to your kids. You know? Make a copy of it. Save your journals. Do whatever it takes to to preserve that. Pray for others each time, every time you get a chance. Um, you know what? I'm getting real forgetful. And so if I tell somebody I'm going to pray for them, a lot of times I'll grab them and say, can I pray for you right now because I'm really afraid I'm going to forget. If I don't write it down, I'm going to forget. And I don't want to tell somebody that I'll pray for them, that I prayed for them and I didn't. So... Um, that's one of the things that I have to work on. So what will you leave behind? And I'm not talking about being morbid or whatever, like Gus said, in Lones- any Lonesome Dove fans here? Remember Gus told Captain, he said, it ain't dying I'm talking about, it's living. We gotta live, but you know what? Your kids are gonna write something on your tombstone. They're gonna do So what do you want them to say? What do we want our kids to say about us? You know, the favorite thing, you know what I think about? I think about Mama. Oh my goodness, have y'all eaten at Mama's house, anybody? Yeah, so a lot of y'all have, or eaten her food. She is the most hospitable woman I have ever met in my life. If you left her house hungry, it is your own fault, because she's gonna feed you till you can't eat anymore. And she passed that down to Charlotte, and Charlotte makes the most amazing gumbo you have ever put in your mouth. And her home is always open. That is so precious to me. I love that. They open-armed me into their family, not knowing me, but you know what? I learned so much from her. I have learned so much from you, mama. I'm not gonna cry, but I have. She has taught me how to love on people. She, through food, she talked to so many people through her life. She would feed half of the campground when we went camping. No kidding. I didn't even know half the people that showed up to eat. So um, anyway, but that's one of the things I think about Mama. What about your gifts and your talents? Mama has a, a, a gift and a talent to be hospitable. What's yours? You know, we don't have to go do something big and famous and loud. Just for Jesus, it's loud. You know, well, do what you do. If you write cards... Go buy some more and write some more. Buy, do all the cards you can do. If you're a phone call person and you call people that can't get out, oh my gosh, that means so much to them. I never knew. I never knew what loneliness was before. I never knew. And I didn't have the sensitivity to people that, did, that were living in loneliness I'm telling you, it is a horrible thing. And I pray for people all the time that are lonely. It's so hard, and it hurts so much. And you know what? That's a ministry. If you can think of somebody that's lonely, call them, send them a card, anything. It just helps to know that people are thinking about you. I think about, when I think about laughter, I think about Miss Daisy. She makes me laugh. Every time I get around her, she makes me laugh, and I love that. Laughter is a good medicine. We need to think about that. Also, stories. Do y'all have good storytellers in your family. I have a really good friend, and she said every time they go through something difficult, they say, "Well, this will make a good story someday," because they love to tell the stories about how it turns out good. God always makes everything turn out for the good. Um, the love that we saw, I see that in my little grandgirls, my little twins. I see it in all my grandkids of course but the twins how twins are different they connect in a different way as we saw the quadruplets you know they connect in a different way and their love for each other is just amazing how how they protect and take care of each other will you be known for your intelligence some of you are probably brainiacs in here and we just don't know it because you don't ever say anything let us know tell us what tell us what you're thinking and you know what? If you don't want to talk in front of people, write it down. My husband left a legacy of hundreds, probably, of notebooks. He wrote everything in his notebook every day. I'm telling you, it was crazy. If we went shopping, he had his notebook with them. He'd go sit outside and write in the notebook. And you know what? A lot of your names are in there where he prayed for you. He prayed strength, he prayed healing, he prayed wisdom. Uh, A spirit of wisdom and discernment and all these things he prayed over y'all for years. And you know what? Somebody reminded me the other day, those prayers didn't die with him. Those prayers are still going forward. I'm excited. I wonder what all he prayed for me. You never know. When I think about uh, someone, there are some of you that have a smile that's contagious. You just... I don't smile all the time. I wish I did. I don't know. I don't think like that, I guess. But I know people that literally smile all the time. And my boss is one of those. I have a new boss, and I love her. She's so precious. It doesn't matter what's going on. She is smiling, as she's telling you how horrible it just was. She is smiling, and I love her, and I'm learning that from her. Just smile about it. It's not going to make it any worse if you smile. Helping hands. Some of y'all are so, so helping to others you have the gift of service and you serve and you love i think about miss tootsie she's a service person she loves people and she loves to do little stuff and you know what you never know she does it in the in this behind the scenes nobody ever knows the love for god and his word if there's one thing i can say about my husband that he left behind was an extreme out loud love for god and it challenges me every day. Because you know what? I rode on his spiritual coattail for years. I did. I, was, I just gained everything from him. And then all of a sudden, I had to get it for myself. And you know what? It's, it's different. You get everything you can, and you share everything you can, because people are waiting for you to open your mouth. Everywhere you go, there is someone waiting to hear what you have to say. When I think about persons of prayer, I think about Sandy. She's prayed for years and years and years out loud, out loud and on purpose for so many people. And my daughter Amy, she's quiet. You don't hear much from her, but when she prays, God answers. Her and her office, Holly, their office prayed for how many four jobs last week? All four got jobs. When did y'all start praying, Holly? Monday, during that week, four people got jobs that they prayed for. That's huge. It was huge to those four people, I'm telling you. So, I mean, they pray, and it's like there's little there's little place people that pray together, and I can't mention everybody, but y'all know who you are, and, and just that's your thing. You pray. Carol's a prayer. Man, she can look at me and go, we need to pray. <laughs> we need to pray right now. And so, um, and I look forward to that. I look forward to people to to pour out into my life. The study, prayer and study of the word, I think about uh, Charlotte and how that your Bible could preach your funeral. Because her Bible is so worn and so loved, you can just see how she has poured over and over. And and your Bible, it's like after a while, it starts to kind of fall apart, and you're like, "Do I tape it together with duct tape, or do I go get a new one?" Because it's it's so special. It's like that breath of God that keeps us going. Well, and the last one, not to be morbid, but just think about it for a minute, what would you what would you want that to say? Here lies. Whoever, he did this, or he was like this, or she did this, or she was like that. What do you want that to be? Do you want it to be something just regular, or do you want it to say, she lived out loud for God? She lived out loud for him. She did what he asked her to do. What will you be remembered for, and what will be your legacy that you leave behind Start today. Let Mother's Day be the day that you say, you know what, I'm gonna start putting into my kids and my grandkids whatever I know. Everything I know, I'm gonna put into them so that they will have a chance to turn around and put it into their kids. Because you know what, the few generations coming, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough. The word is gonna have to be in their hearts. And so we need to do that, and I just want to encourage you to do that. I love you all. Thank you so much.